You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. When your baby gets their first fever, it can be frightening. As they grow, a fever is often the first sign they're sick and all you want to do is make them better. Understanding fevers makes us all calmer and more confident parents. At least that's what I believe. Dr. Alicia Thornton-Benko is a GP with Bondi Road Doctors. Hi, Alicia. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. Well, thank you. What's happening in our bodies when we get a fever? So basically, it's your body's immune system responding to something. It's actually a survival mechanism. Most of the time, it's responding to an infection. It could be actually something else. It could be actually overheating and and temperature regulation. But um, just talking about an infection, the immune system, it's producing prostaglandins. It goes plays on with the little part of your brain that has the temperature regulation, and then you... Yeah, you get hot, you You get a fever. (laughs) (laughs) And we define a fever really as a temperature 38 degrees Celsius and above. Okay. What's a dangerous temperature for, let's start with babies, up to six months? Yeah. It's a really good question, actually, and not as clear-cut as you'd think, because experts all say that fever in itself isn't dangerous. However, obviously, if the temperature is 40 degrees and above and your child is incredibly unwell, take that extremely seriously and go to the hospital. But fever in itself doesn't necessarily need to be a panic station. However, having said that, in the first three to four months of life, if a baby has a fever of 38 or above, which isn't really a high-grade fever for anybody else, but for them it is, and unfortunately that is a trip to the emergency department and it isn't really the most pleasant trip, but it does mean that there could be some serious underlying infection because their immune systems are more immature. So a 38 in a newborn baby could be similar to a 40 in, in URI. So that's in babies. Okay, so let's move on to infants and smaller children. Um, It's 38 degrees is hot, but not necessarily a sign that something's wrong. Correct, correct. I mean, there's something wrong. Obviously, they probably do have an underlying infection, but it doesn't mean you have to treat it. It doesn't mean you have to rush to the doctor. It doesn't mean you have to rush for the paracetamol or the baby neurofen, ibuprofen. So it does mean something's going on. There's some underlying increase in the immune system. But if the, it's always about looking at the child. So if the child is otherwise drinking, which is your key, not so much eating because they do go off their food. And I know some of the, <laughs> my in-laws are, Euro, you know, they're overseas with the European and food. If you're not eating, it's the end of the world. But it actually, well, the short term isn't. It's fluid, that is. And fluid is essential. So as long as they're still drinking, they're still passing urine, they're still playing, they're still happier enough in themselves, there's no crazy rash going on, then you don't actually need to treat that 38 degree fever. However, if the child is uncomfortable um, and they do have symptoms, then that's when you would decide, is this bad enough that we need to go and see a health professional or should I just try something over the counter like the, the children's paracetamol and observe and see how we go? You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Dr. Alicia Thornton-Benko about fevers because it's something we all come across as parents and understanding what they are is pretty important to feeling comfortable with how you're looking after your own child. We just talked about um, when it's serious and you need to take your baby to emergency and then looking at the child overall, looking at their health overall before you make a decision about what to do next. 
This is not a fever, but it can happen if a child has a high fever. Can you tell us about febrile convulsions? Yes. What are they? It doesn't actually even have to occur with a high fever. Right. So it's basically like a fit that occurs when certain susceptible children have a fever. But it doesn't have to be a high fever. We do Often we think oh, it has to be, but okay. it doesn't have to be a high fever. It's in certain individuals that have that lower threshold to having a seizure, but it's not epilepsy. Um, and basically, it's often because the fever has come on suddenly, most of the time, rather than the actual number of the, the fever itself. Um, there is a certain percentage of the population as children, and it is extremely frightening for parents. And if that did happen, then obviously they do need to call an ambulance, make sure the child is safe and make sure their airway is open. But they're usually short-lived. But sometimes in children that are susceptible, it will recur. Right. Um, and there's different opinions of whether they should be then, you know, given the paracetamol, but sometimes even giving those children paracetamol doesn't actually prevent the, the febrile convulsion from occurring. So it's definitely you know, a conversation with medical professionals. But it doesn't mean that the child has epilepsy and it doesn't mean that they will go on to have epilepsy either. Are the actual febrile convulsions themselves harmful? Not in themselves and not if it is a textbook febrile convulsion. Um, any convulsion that is prolonged obviously can interfere with oxygen going to the brain. So therefore, you know, but usually in your standard <laughs> febrile convulsion, even though it's absolutely terrifying for parents to observe, no, the child will be okay. However, you need to seek urgent medical attention and you do need to make sure they're safe when they're convulsing and they have an open airway for sure. Look, just in summary, because we, we are mainly talking about fever, yes. what would you say to parents with young children about what's the most important thing for them to know about fever? Don't treat the number. So, yes, I've said in the first three to four months we are probably treating a number, but there usually would be some other sign in that. But, yeah, in that age group, I, I, we've already discussed. For the older age group, don't treat the fever, treat the child. So if the child has a fever of 38.5, getting a bit higher, the number itself doesn't in, instill panic. But if that child is extremely pale, they are not looking at light, they're not wanting to move, um, they're not interacting, you take that extremely seriously. That that would be an ambulance call, actually. Um, and then you might have a child who's a fever of 38.7 and they're bouncing around and eating and drinking. So it's putting the pieces all together, but really ultimately looking at the child. And it's you, sometimes we feel we have to do something, so we need to give them baby Panadol or what have you, but that not necessarily is the right thing to do. So it's the symptoms and, and treating the child and putting it all together itself because it is a bit of a protective mechanism. It means that the body is trying to fight the infection and and that's why the, the body temperature is rising. So yeah, it's just putting the pieces together, trusting instinct and, and treating what you see in front of you rather than just the numbers itself. Alicia, thank you so much mm -hmm. for your time today. You're very welcome. That's Dr. Alicia Thornton-Benko. She's a GP with Bondi Road Doctors. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.